Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of somebody going through somebody else's mail. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, speak up if you want something. Oh my god, last night I was craving Chinese food. Before heading out to go buy it, I asked my mom and my brother what they wanted. My little brother was pretty straightforward, however my mom took some time to think it over. After literally 5 minutes of standing there staring at her while she tries to figure out what she wants, she says she doesn't want anything. She said that if she gets hungry she'll make use of an avocado we had. Knowing how she is, I asked her if she was sure several times. I had a bad headache from not eating earlier in the day, so my patience was wearing quite thin. I said okay and left, came back with my meal and my brother's meal. As we're eating, she approaches us and begins to pick at our food. Doesn't even ask if she can have some, just full on starts grabbing it. It was really frustrating me, however I didn't say anything because I didn't want to deal with her. She proceeded to go on about how I went outside to buy food for myself and my brother and didn't even think to bring her back anything. She went on about how hungry she was and continued to pick at our food. She eventually made herself guac with a boiled egg and some plantains. She still made sure to return to eat more of our food. She even went as far as getting a tortilla and filling it with some of my boneless spare ribs without asking me. It was also as I was actively eating it, she just chuckled when I stared at her. I forgot to mention, even when I got home, I offered her food and she declined. She complained that I get food she doesn't like to eat and made a point of not wanting to eat it. You probably guessed it by now. Yes, she is a narc. This is definitely a big pet peeve of mine. If I'm ordering some food for myself and I ask and offer to buy you something, ask if you want anything, and you say no, keep your hands off my food. And she obviously went to a whole nother level. This wasn't like sheepishly picking some fries out of the pile. Literally laughing while you stare at her in disbelief because she's come over with a tortilla, just scooping a portion of your food into it. I mean, how shameless can she be to do all that and then continue to parade around like everybody's not caring about her? Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, why do parents think anything a teen does is challenging their authority or power as a parent? It's like whenever you try to help, parents take it as, you don't think I'm good enough to do it without you. For example, I start school in four days and I need new clothes, but we haven't done any shopping yet, so I tell my mom, oh mom, when are we going clothes shopping? Then she was scolding me for asking, saying like, you don't think I know? You're not the only one who needs clothes. I haven't gotten anything yet and she said me asking was basically saying she's an irresponsible parent when in reality i was asking because i know she has a lot on her plate so i thought maybe she forgot so i was trying to be helpful it's not my parents it's other people's parents too my mom dropped me and my sister off at my aunt and uncle's house and my sister runs off to the living room where my aunt and uncle is and tries to eat some food off the floor so as a brother i go over to try and stop her from eating it 
and my aunt had the nerve to scold me, saying that I shouldn't go over there to help because they wouldn't let her eat it, and that me going there is basically again saying they aren't responsible enough to stop her. And I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to stop her. Why do you have to think like that? I don't know, man. It's like parents want to be such good parents, they let every little thing get to them. I don't think this is most parents, to be honest. I think this is just a line of behavior that OP's witnessing in their family. Honestly, I would hope that most parents would have a level of humility that allows them to not just be offended every time it could be possibly misconceived that their parenting is being slighted or called into question. Our next story is, it's not okay to abuse the dog. Not sure if this belongs here, apologies if it doesn't. I just really need to get this off my chest. Lately, I've noticed two small boys walking their puppy in my neighborhood. The eldest of the boys looks about six, while the youngest is maybe three. The puppy is some sort of a doodle, so it's a large breed puppy. Y'all, I don't know what to do. Every time I see them, the oldest is yanking the dog around on the leash, or flat out not paying attention and dragging the dog along with the leash tangled underneath or around the poor dog's leg. Today, the youngest one pulled down his pants and started peeing on the grass that borders the sidewalk. I don't know where the kids live, but I've never seen them with the parents. And my heart just goes out to this poor dog. I feel stuck between a rock and a hard place. I want to give this parent a piece of my mind. I mean, maybe the parent doesn't know that the boys are so poorly equipped? But I suspect that the parent is just some selfish jerk who can't be bothered to walk around the block with their dog so they send the kids. I'm so heartbroken for this poor dog. I don't think it's necessarily wrong to bring it up and mention it, although I feel like considering the circumstances, you need to prepare heavily for a very hostile reaction. I just feel like the parents of kids who allow their kids to end up doing this, either like OP suggested they're very unaware, or they're the type to be very upset for giving them any kind of pushback. Our next story is, my mom is crazy religious. Every discussion turns into Jesus. Sometimes she's like, why don't we have that mother-daughter relationship? Well, if I talk about boys, you're too young and a child of God, read your Bible. If I talk about something I like watching, you can watch this for hours but can't read a Bible. If I want to do something I like, getting my nails done. At your age, you're a child of God, getting acrylics is a sin. Fun story, I bought acrylic nails for my friend, and when she found out, she screamed at me saying, I will not let you bring your friend to sin. If you ask her where it's written in the Bible, she'll go on a rant about how a Christian should dress moderately and not exaggerate. And she forced religion onto me to the point I don't believe in God. She also makes me join her online Bible study and makes me read, which ends up with me crying in my room from how much I hate it. Even the fact that I had to be shouted at and slapped just for getting colored extensions because children of God don't do that. Also, the way she'll spray water on the whole family and the house to sanctify us. I'm honestly tired. So tired. One time she made my brother pee himself because she wouldn't let his hand go while praying because it's the devil trying to distract us. If you're a parent and you want your kid to get into anything that you like, whether it's a religion thing or let's say like a hobby, one of the best ways to make sure that they never want to indulge in it at all is just really shoving it down their throats and forcing it at every turn, trying to make their life revolve around doing this, watching out for that because you have to. Who, when faced with that while growing up, is going to open their arms and embrace something like that? 
Our next story is my mom getting on my butt after I moved away to live with my close friend. I am 18. Since I can't use the screen cap, I'll transcribe. I said, just in case snap glitches. Jerk mom said, I shouldn't have to ask. For reference, I was telling her that since things from my life are usually pretty uneventful, she can always ask how I'm doing. I'm a mama's kid, so I always respond. I said, well, it's usually pretty uneventful, so I just kind of exist. Believe it or not, I'm about to pursue college here soon. Jerk mom said, those people aren't your blood. They didn't raise you. They shouldn't get more respect and consideration than your blood, but we are treated less than. I said, oh, for the love of, it's 1.15. I'm now EST, so yeah. It is too late for this. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. You're not treated lower, but given everything that's happened, I made an executive decision. This was going to happen anyways, so better to just accept how things played out and move on. Um, am I in the wrong for wanting to pursue my own freaking life? At 18, you have every right to pursue your own life. You have every right to move out wherever you want. I mean, she can try and shame you and call you whatever she wants till her face turns blue. That doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't invalidate anything that you're trying to do for yourself. Live your life, regardless of how your mom's trying to hold you back. Our next story is, you won't give me a key to your house? That's fine. I'll make one for myself. This is actually an entitled grandparent story, but this lady had been involved in my upbringing since I was a child, and this woman hates me. 
To give some background, my grandmother is a hardcore Catholic former nun and was extremely strict with my dad and with me. My dad got his 17-year-old girlfriend drunk and pregnant, which is obviously a huge no-no in the Catholic Church. My grandma basically pressured my mom to convert to Catholicism and marry my dad, and later they had two more kids. But because I was born out of wedlock, I'm the black sheep. And not just by my grandma, my entire dad's side will never be happy with me. And they hate me and my mom. For reference, I'm 24 and my sisters are 22 and 20. The youngest just moved out with her partner, but neither have jobs and the middle one and her fiancé are extremely financially irresponsible and live with my parents and just expect to have everything handed over to them. I'm out of the house with a professional job, married, and have a child and have been doing really good for myself, and I'm the disappointment. My grandma was extremely strict and abusive specifically to me. She's yelled at me multiple times, calling me the child of the devil, a demon, etc., has thrown stuff at my face for no reason, and I wasn't allowed to have any privacy at her house. I always had to have the bedroom door open. She would sit at the foot of my bed until I fell asleep. I had to spend every weekend and break from school with her until I started working at 15, and she would scream at me if I locked the bathroom door. You get the idea. She would also threaten to call the cops if we didn't comply with her, and there were multiple instances where she would call the cops if we didn't answer our phones. Like, she's called at 7am and 10pm on separate occasions, and I've woken up to cops knocking at my door. And yes, this has happened when I'm at home and out of town where I didn't even tell her where I was staying. She's psycho. So on with the story. I actually just found out the other day that she did this, so that's why I'm sharing this now. Anyway, when I was 20, I decided to move out with a couple friends. My grandma demanded that I give her a key to the duplex. I refused for multiple reasons. In the first place, I don't need my grandma being able to come over whenever she wants, especially since one of my roommates was my boyfriend. In the second place, we threw a lot of get-togethers and I don't need her lecturing my friends that Dungeons and Dragons and anime and all that are tools of the devil and we need to all go to church with her. And in the third place, we had all agreed to not give out copies of our keys to any family members. And I'm not about to have my friend's privacy invaded as well because my grandma can't just handle not having control of every little part of my life. I mean, she still called multiple times every day and found excuses to try and come over as much as possible. And every time for the first couple months, she kept demanding I give her a key to our place. And I kept refusing. Well, at one point, my youngest sister was spending the night, and my grandma dropped her off. We were going to go do some shopping, but I couldn't find my keys. I'm looking everywhere, and I can't find them anywhere. So my grandma offered to pick up what I needed to make dinner. I reluctantly agreed and went back to looking for my keys. They somehow were right on the bar. I didn't think much of it at the time, because I do stuff like that all the time. But my sister told me the full story. Apparently, the next day when my grandma picked her up, She bragged to her how she stole my keys when I wasn't looking and made herself a copy of the key so she can go inside whenever she wanted. Now, she's never barged in while I'm home, so I'm guessing she was coming in when no one was home and going through everything. And it's justified, you know, because she's just making sure we were making good Catholic choices. It also wouldn't be the first time she's gone through my stuff when I'm not home because she would do the same thing to me at my parents' house and then berate me if she found things she didn't like. Apparently she's been trying to steal my keys for this house too, but she hasn't been able to figure out where I keep my keys. 
I keep my keys in our bedroom in the far back of the house and will not have my keys around her now for this exact reason. So at what point do you just say I've had enough of this and actually confront them on this or actually go all out and get like a restraining order? I mean, somebody that can't leave you alone and literally breaks into your house to snoop on you? Grandma or not, that's not okay. Our next story is Entitled Stepmother Controlling My Life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everybody. I'm 16 years old and will be 17 in October. The first time I met my stepmother, I liked her until she moved in. After the moving was done, she wanted to hold a meeting to set the rules for my safety. The rules are the following. I can't have unrestricted access to the internet, one hour per day max. I can only invite people whom she's approving beforehand, and she never approves. I can only be outside for work and school and on the way home. I can't speak with anyone on the phone, speak in the literal sense, writing is fine. I can't buy anything until she approves. My dad completely agreed with her and said the rules are totally reasonable. She's also incredibly controlling in other aspects. She made dad choose between her and his sister. She said dad's sister was trying to steal our money. He chose stepmom. She threw out everything that somehow related to my mom. Furthermore, she doesn't know what privacy is and just barges in while I'm changing my clothes or in the bathroom. I need to wear the clothes she wants me to wear. And despite that I have a boyfriend, she's trying to set me up with her younger co-worker, early 20s, and ignoring the fact that I have no interest in dating him. She pestered me endlessly to go meet with him until I agreed. I'm so done with her, and dad's not even happy with her, but he doesn't listen to me. I think honestly, OP needs to just put their head down and grind to get out of that situation. Obviously, a lot of those rules are just way too strict. You can't speak with anybody on the phone. You can't go anywhere but work, school, or home. That's not parenting. That's holding your kid prisoner. This next story is... Dad insisted on dropping candy from a plane to celebrate his daughter's birthday. I used to work at an outdoor education program that involves middle schools bringing their students to stay overnight for three to five days. One week, we had a slightly more affluent group and one of the girls was having a birthday during the week. This happens all the time, so we'll usually sing for the kid and the parents can pack a card and treat for them. This girl's dad did not find this celebratory enough because he asked the school to ask my boss if he could fly his plane over the field and drop bags of candy for the kids. The camp owner obviously said no because this was a huge safety issue and he didn't want to get sued. The teacher told us that it would not happen. Then, during the week, we started to hear murmurs from the teachers that maybe the dad was planning to do it anyway. My boss confronted them and they assured her that it definitely wasn't going to happen. That they were just talking about how they would have done it if they could have. My boss was very suspicious, so on the day of the girl's birthday, she warned us to drop off our kids with the teachers for our break and go straight back to our cabins so we wouldn't be around and liable just in case. 
Sure enough, a few minutes later, the dad flies by and starts dropping trash bags full of candy out of his plane. He clearly was not well practiced in this, because the majority of the bags ended up landing in trees and getting caught there. My boss was furious and the school was banned from ever returning. I think the camp director also tried to get the dad fined for littering because of all the trash bags in the trees, but I'm not sure if that ever went anywhere. Luckily, no kids were hurt. You know, I thought this was going to be one of those like cutesy things where you got one of those little bags and maybe have like cute little parachutes on them. This guy was out here flying their plane over this area, dropping actual weapons. I mean, if any of those trash bags full of candy hit a kid, that's game over, bro. Our next story is update. My sister attacked my wife and my mom is withholding our documents because of it. Update, we're officially no contact with my mom, sister, brother, and brother's fiancé. We decided to set a timeline for six months, wife's suggestion, at which point we will require them to attend family therapy with us to attempt to repair things. Basically, they'll have one chance, and if they refuse to go to therapy or therapy doesn't go well, it will be permanent no contact. As of right now, things are going fairly well for us. My anxiety is a lot lower knowing that I don't have to worry about them. The main thing that sucks is the letter I wrote to my nephew explaining that we won't be around for a while, but we still love him a lot and can play Xbox together anytime. It's being withheld from him by my sister, so who knows what they're all telling him. Also, my other sister, who I'm still in contact with, is getting a lot of abuse from our family that I cut off. Her and I and our partners have always been treated badly and are the black sheep of the family. So now, since they don't have access to me, she is getting extra. She would love to cut them off as well, but it's a lot harder for her as she lives right down the street from our mom. She's hoping to move away someday soon though. It's really hard, but I know that this is the right decision, and maybe one I should have made before it got this bad, but my wife and I are just hoping to go forward and live our best lives. On the plus side, now that I don't have those jerks interfering, my sister that I didn't cut off, and I can actually build our relationship. It was hard to do that previously as my mom always got in the way on both ends, but now she can't. Thank you to everyone for your comments. It helped me realize that even though it is hard and I've been conditioned my whole life to stick by my family, no matter what, they aren't treating me like family and I deserve better. I've been picking up some of her favorite things regularly as part of an apology and I'm hoping that I can continue to work with her and our therapist to be the best husband and to put her first. So essentially Opie and their partner were helping out their sister and their mom with tasks and it just got into this big petty spat and then it turned really physical. When you take a step back and you realize the way Opie had been treated throughout their entire life, I'm glad Opie realized that they weren't being treated like family that they and even other people in their family were treated like black sheeps. Taking the steps to properly protect yourself and the ones you love, definitely nothing to feel bad about there. And I hope it works out and I hope these people actually attend this family therapy, but considering they're the kinds of people that are argumentative and willing to go to blows against their own family, it sadly wouldn't be shocking if they flat out felt offended by the suggestion. This next story is, neighbor opens my parcel and shouts at me for the contents. I can't actually believe this conversation just happened. The sheer entitlement and ridiculousness of it has made me laugh but also left me speechless. I ordered a mug from Amazon as a gift to my best mate. The mug had the word runt on it, with the C as the handle. Q 
cute mug would recommend. Anyway, there's a house on the street next to mine that has a very similar address to mine, and I'll often get their post, and they sometimes get mine. For example, my address would be something like number 6 Random Street, and theirs is number 6 Random Side Street. It's annoying as they're different plus or minus one word, but the names of myself and that family are so wildly different that you would think the postman or any delivery driver might have gotten used to that by now, but I digress. I had the notification from Amazon to say my mug had been delivered and in the safe place. I go to check and it isn't, and so I go round to a similar address house to see if it was indeed there and get no answer. I decide that I'll try again later and or they'll bring it over before I contact Amazon. A few days pass and they don't bring my parcel round, so I get Amazon to replace it. But then half an hour ago, there was a knock on my door. I open the door to the father of the family at the similar address holding my Amazon parcel that's been opened and he quite literally throws it at me. Before I can form words, he says, My 11-year-old child opened that. Don't you ever order something so disgusting again. How dare you? And started to storm off. I register what the heck he just said and I shout after him, Wait, what the? No one should be opening my post anyway? It's a criminal offense. How dare you have the cheek to come to my house and berate me for opening my post? He just waved his hand at me dismissively and carried on walking. I just stood there for a good minute trying to figure out if that actually happened. Well, it did, and now I have two runt mugs. I'm so tempted to leave one on his doorstep with a note saying, You can keep it, mate. It's definitely been made for you. Honestly, I love OP's idea there at the end. You could even say, Hey, it's got your name on it. Also, I think this neighbor activated one of my biggest pet peeves that I haven't actually said out loud, which is, I lived in a house with family for quite a while, and obviously we would have individual packages coming in. It annoys me beyond belief if somebody grabs a package assuming it's theirs, you know, they might have one coming, and they just start ripping it open without ever actually checking who it's addressed to. Obviously, it's probably not too relatable, but honestly, besides the fact that maybe there's a surprise or a gift in there, I kind of am just easily amused and enjoy the satisfaction of opening like an Amazon package. It's like one one thousandth of a Christmas morning, and you've robbed it from me by ripping it open without care. Our next story is, my dad won't let me talk to my sister because I'm trans. Pronouns, he, they. Context, me, 16, non-binary, and my dad, 53, cis man, haven't talked at all for over a month because after he found out I'm non-binary, I've been living with my mom. My half-sister, 10-year-old female, doesn't know why I haven't been at home because I know if I try to tell her, she won't understand and dad will make it worse. I dyed my hair like two weeks ago because I've always wanted a split dye, started wearing less baggy clothes and started experimenting more with my makeup. I reached out to my dad and said I wanted to talk to him again, but only if my sister will be there too. We agreed to get burgers together and it was me, dad, my sister, and my older brother, 18, who lives with dad on weekdays, but is supportive of me. I showed up wearing my green cargo shorts and a crop top that only showed my belly button and nothing else. It was 103 degrees that day cause Texas. I also did just plain eyeliner with a small star on my forehead. My brother drove me to dinner, and we met dad and sister there. I could tell dad was upset as soon as I walked in, but I tried to ignore it. 
We all went up to the counter to order our burgers and dad said he would wait out in the car, but that my sister could stay to talk to us. Not even five minutes later, he comes in and takes my sister and leaves. My brother had just paid for the food so we had to stand there while he got a refund and I was trying not to cry in front of the whole place. I texted him after while my brother was driving me back to my mom's house and my dad said, It's not an influence I want around, sister. You made that decision, not me. He also said, I really can't believe you looked at your costume in the mirror and thought to yourself that was going to be awesome after not talking to your dad in months. That was a week ago and we still haven't talked. My mom, my stepdad and my dad's sister are all on my side, but I just want to talk to my sister again. I also heard from my brother that dad's been telling people that I left when he's the one who told me to stay with mom. Yeah, I definitely feel for OP here. I mean, they're basically getting disowned by their own parent. So I'm guessing unfortunately OP's sister, considering they're their half-sister, they have no relation with OP's mom. So it really depends on when they could see their sister in conjunction with their dad with them being only 10 years old. I'm really not sure what else OP can do. I don't know if it would ever really go well for them if they tried to force the issue. But I would say OP definitely should do as much as they can to get through to the sister, whether that's like letters or messages or gifts with notes attached, and just explain that you care and you want to spend time with them. But legitimately, your father is preventing that. Only problem is, considering the way he's already kind of severing ties, he's probably going to prevent any of that stuff from ever reaching her as well. Maybe OP could lean on their brother to also try to help out and get the message across. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.